Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon Blanc. Malbec. Petite Syrah. Merlot. Chenin Blanc. Cap Franc. Verdello. Viognier. Tempranillo. Zinfandel. Syrah. I think I might need to go back again. Cabernet Sauvignon. Petite Verdot. Proprietary red blend. And a tiny bit of Muscat Canelli. Etc. 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 Welcome to this very special podcast number 532, Premier Napa Valley 2023. Premier Napa Valley was back in full force for 2023. Winemakers from all over the valley created special lots for the auction to support the Napa Vintners. Our last PMV podcast was in 2020, so it was a very happy reunion of winemakers and the trade to be together at various wineries for tastings during the final week of February. This podcast features brief interviews with 50 winemakers at these events, pouring and catching up. Listen and please enjoy. Learn more by visiting NapaVintners.com. Hi, I'm Aaron Pott from Pot Wine, and welcome to Premier Napa Valley 2023! It doesn't get any better than this. Starting off, first premier Napa Valley interview with John Scuppy. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Wonderful day in Napa Valley. Can't beat it. No, it's uh, a little chilly outside, but then again, that's kind of what people were expecting. That's what happens in February. At least, uh, my dad always says, at least we don't have to shovel it. <laughs> and normally I do, but we'll let that one go. Because today's going to be a crazy weather day all the way across it the country. It is, it is. We might even have some snow flurries, which uh, is an anomaly up in our neck of the woods. What is the name of your lot and what makes it special? We are lot number 70 in the Premier Napa Valley Wine Auction. And this is 100% Chenin Blanc. This is the fourth time we've presented Chenin Blanc at the Premier Napa Valley Wine Auction. And in its almost 30 years, it's the only time Chenin Blanc has appeared here. So this is from a very small vineyard up in the backside of Lake Hennessy, almost to Hall Mountain at about 1,200 foot elevation. I do this in collaboration with my son, Reed. It's actually under his hands today. And this is from one of the four barrels we made. This is a single barrel from a Louis Latour Burgundian barrel that we bought new. So it's 100% new oak, which is a little extreme for Chenin Blanc, but this particular lot seemed to be able to meld into it really well. It's still working. You can still see there's a little bit of haze to it, but uh, this will probably be bottled after Christmas of this year. So there'll be 60 bottles, and then we'll break the mold, and then the rest will wind up in the larger blend. It'll be very unique, uh, as all the lots are in Premier Napa Valley. John, for our listeners who'd like to learn a little bit about you online, what is your website? You can get a hold of us at www.langandreed.com, spelled out completely. No ampersand. And you have a great new tasting room, so I hope people come visit. Yeah, we do at the Spring House, right in downtown St. Helena. It's a, it's a port in the storm. How about that? Yeah, I would agree with that and easy to find. John, thanks very much. All right. Thank you, Ray, and welcome to Napa Valley. Thank you. I'm here with Jason Moulton, and Jason is the Director of Winemaking at Whitehall Lane. Jason, how are you? I'm doing good today. How are you, Ray? I'm excellent. It's good to be back at Premier. Good to see a crowd of people. Looks good around here. Looks good. It's normal. It's normal, except for it's just a little chillier than it normally is during Premier. True. It is cold. Uh, I think we need to keep it cold and keep the rain coming on here. Tell me the name of your Premier lot and what makes your lot special. So, our Premier lot, uh, you can see here, is lot 142. 
lot 142. And um, it's actually the first year that I've blended all five Bordeaux varieties in. So as a cab dominant Bordeaux uh, left bank blend, uh, that's kind of what we're shooting for right now. And yeah, previously we hadn't done that. Uh, it's all my estate vineyards. And um, yeah, we're gonna age it for about 20 months in barrel, uh, approximately 85% new friendship. How many bottles are you doing for the auction? Uh, five cases. I'm a little curious, when you're blending, especially when you're blending five different varietals like that, I mean, is this one of these moments where you kind of find it and you get into a big smile? Yeah, so uh, when you're blending down to this small uh, of a subset within all of the barrels, you know, I've got like 400 plus new barrels to choose from, yeah, it's difficult. Uh, and then when you're breaking it up into five different varieties, yes, it's absolutely even harder than that. So yeah, just kind of teasing out those components and uh, getting them to work together, yeah, that's, uh, that's the important thing. The whole concept of blending to me has got to be one of the most complicated parts of winemaking. True. You know, I think making the picking call, uh, making the pressing call, those are also very difficult decisions. When you get down to blending, that's the final decision. And uh, yeah, you cannot mess that up. Uh, the pressing, the picking, you know, you're dealt what you're dealt, but you have con final control of the blend. For our listeners, if uh, they'd like to learn a little bit about you, what is your website? www.whitehalllane.com. Jason, a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure, Ray. Next up, we're talking to Emma Swain of St. Supri, which we are here today at the winery. How are you, Emma? Super happy to be here. Happy premiere. And I'm happy to see you. It's been too long. Tell me, what is your auction lot today, and what makes it a special auction? So we're really excited. We're doing a special lot from here in Rutherford, right around the winery, with uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Petit Verdot, and Merlot. It's a really exciting lot. It's got a little concrete fermentation, a little whole berry um, barrel fermentation, and a little of the oak upright. So, and then of course, just one small barrel is finally assembled by Michael Scholes and Michelle Orland, our two winemakers. Two fabulous winemakers. It's got to feel good for you to welcome people back here to Saint Supri. Well, it's wonderful to have everyone back at the winery. And it's also, you know, as we just said, it's the Olympics of wine tasting today. <laughs> that was very good. And last but most important for our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website? Our website is stsupery.com, S-T-S-U-P-E-R-Y.com. Emma, good seeing you. Thank you. See you. Thanks so much for coming. The best thing about being at Premier is to be able to catch up with old friends. I'm here with Michael Scholes, and Michael is the Vice President of Winemaking at St. Supreme. Michael, how are you? I'm fantastic, thanks, Ray. Uh, having a great day here, kicking off Premier today at St. Supreme here in Rutherford, which is fa fabulous, really exciting. Always exciting to start uh, Premier and get through to that weekend and have a little fun along the way. We've been off for a couple of years, although you did have Premier last year. The last full Premier, if as I recall, was in 2020, is that correct? Well, we had, a, we had a, a premiere in 2020, in February 2020, and then we also had one last year. In 21, we had a June auction. Hope you guys make a lot of money today. And tell me, before I go any further on that, the purpose of Premier Napa Valley is... Oh, listen, it's all about uh, enhancing and protecting Napa Valley, uh, who we are, what we do as farmers, um, brand Napa Valley ourselves, uh, and try to uh, bring the, the word of what we do to, to everyone so everyone knows about what Napa Valley is about. That's a good answer. Most importantly for our listeners, Michael, who would like to learn a little bit more about St. Supri, what is your website? Website at St. Supri is www.stsupri.com. That's S-T-S-U-P-E-R-Y.
www.thepeopleshow.com. You did that very well. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ryan. Welcome to the single greatest week in Napa Valley, other than Harvest, of course. Premier Napa Valley 2023. I'm here with Josh Whitman. Josh is the winemaker at Pine Ridge Vineyards. Josh, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing? Good. This is the first time I've had a chance to talk to you. How long have you been winemaker there? So I've only been winemaker here at Pine Ridge for the last two vintages. So I'm really excited about uh, what we're showing today because this is the first vintage that I got the opportunity to oversee the vineyards from all the way from the dirt all the way to the glass. How long have you been a winemaker? So I've been a winemaker for 25 vintages. I've, I've primarily worked here in Napa. I've uh, had the opportunity to work in Southern Hemisphere as well as overseas uh, in Europe. But for me, Napa's home and specifically the Stags Leap District. Yeah, it's not a bad area to spend some time in, is it? No, not at all. I've, I've, I've worked there for about a third of my career, and uh, I will tell you I'm biased. I'm the president of the Stags Leap District Wine Growers Association, so when I tell you that it's the single best uh, three mile long by one mile wide plot of ground for Cabernet Sauvignon, I mean, there, there is some home cooking type of bias there. If you weren't biased, you'd be out of a job. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> um, so tell me, what's the name of your auction lot and what makes your auction lot special? So lot number 97 is called Luminary. Back in 1978, our founders, Gary and Nancy Andrus, drove in the driveway of where there was a for sale sign and a fig tree. And other than that, the, the area looks completely different than the way it looks now. Now we're a winery that oversees five different sub-appellations of uh, Napa Cabernet growing land uh, spread across 160 acres. And so for us, the reason why we're calling this wine Luminary is that the Andrus family saw something uh, 44 years ago that, uh, that nobody else did. And we wouldn't be here today without them. There's 100% Cabernet, all from our home ranch. And uh, I think what's most amazing about it is it, it, it shows me a lot of different uh, Bordeaux variety elements all in the same wine, even though it's it's 100% Cabernet. It's, it's, uh, it's my favorite wine to drink in the cellar. Most importantly for our listeners, what is your website? www.pineridgevineyards.com. Josh, thanks very much. I actually have to double check that. Okay. <laughs> it is Pine Ridge Vineyards. Okay. <laughs> the only website you want to check right now is www.pineridgevineyards. That's vineyards, plural, dot com. So here we're Ray Signorello of Signorello Vineyards. How are you doing, Ray? Good, thanks. Great to be here. It's great to be here with you. I guess the first question would be the one a lot of people are asking is, uh, update me on uh, what is happening with your winery these days. Well, as you know, we uh, lost our winery back in 2017, October of 2017 with the fires, and uh, we've been working on the rebuild ever since, so if everything goes well, we'll have a new winery here probably around October. That would be awesome. I look forward to seeing that. Yeah, it's going to be great. New kind of cutting-edge facility, and uh, you know, the fire obviously was a big headwind for us, but the outcome uh, we're going to make into something positive. And uh, what's even more fun is Monday, I will be interviewing your winemaker, Priyanka. Yeah, and, and Priyanka French, who uh, came aboard right after the fire. So that's one of the, I guess, the silver linings in this whole fire thing is uh, we ended up with a really good team. Uh, we brought in Priyanka French, Celia Welsh, and Steve Mathias. And I guess the best way to put it is Signorello point two through the, the next couple, uh, you know, hopefully decades of, of uh, growth and expansion. Well, needless to say, I, 
I wish you all the luck in the world. You certainly deserve it. Let's talk about your auction lot today. What, what's the name of your auction lot, and what makes that particular lot so special to you? So we are doing something that we don't really do, uh, and that's 100% Cabernet. So it's uh, typically we, we blend, we have a wine called Padrone, which is our top cab, which is typically blended with Merlot, Cab Franc, Malbec, and even Petit Verdot, but uh, for Premier, Wow, we're doing something special. It's a 10 case lot and it's 100% cab from a one single block on the estate that we affectionately call Upper Front. Uh, it's obviously on the front side of our hillside on the Silverado Trail. It's got a western exposure and it gives a very unique style of wine. So we're bottling that up, a 10 case lot, and uh, we are lot one as the chairs for Premier Napa. That's very cool. Wow, lot one. I feel so special. Talking to you. For our listeners who'd like to learn more about Ray Signorello and Signorello Vineyards. What is your website? The website itelf is www.signorelloestate.com. I look forward to seeing your new winery, Ray. Thanks for taking the time. Oh, pleasure. Good to see you. So we're here at the Bialy Breakfast, which is always one of my favorites, and I'm here with Lily Cokerell of Cokerell Wines. Lily, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm very good. Lily's a beautiful name, by the way. So I'm assuming you are the daughter of the Cokerells? Yes, sir. Clay and Brenda. Great. And uh, are you new to the winery, or is this going to be a, a gig for you now, or what is, what is your position at this point? Yes, I'm new. I'm the Director of Growth and Investor Relations. Yeah, just got just started onboarding, and it's a great time so far. So tell me about what you're pouring today. You told me your auction lot is a Sauvignon Blanc, which is always interesting. Yes. So this morning we're pouring our 2014 Library Petite Syrah, and then our 2019 Petite Syrah, and then our lot Sauvignon Blanc. And why did you decide on Sauvignon Blanc? I mean, auctions tend to be red, but there are those that are brave enough to do a white, which is yeah. cool. Um, our Sauvignon Blanc is really like our shining star, definitely what we're most known for. So we figured, why not show off our most prized wine? And it's, it's a good idea because Christine Barb, your winemaker, makes both incredible Petit Syrah, but her Sauvignon Blanc is very, very special. Oh my gosh, I know. She is an absolute pro when it comes to Sauvignon Blanc. Being from Bordeaux, she knows exactly what she's doing. As I always say, very important for our listeners, how can they find you on the web? What is your website? Our website is cockerelwines.com, C-O-Q-U-E-R-E-L-Wines.com. Lily, this was a real pleasure meeting you. Thank you very much. It was much. great meeting you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. You did good. Yeah. Well, this is fun. Just ran into Stephen Cruzan, winemaker over at Titus Vineyards. Stephen, how are you? Doing great today. It's good to see you here. We're again at the uh, Bialy Breakfast, which is always one of the most fun events. We were talking with another winemaker a few moments ago about the idea of introducing people to Petite Syrah that maybe aren't used to that. How do you guys do that? How do you go about that? I think what we found over the years at Titus is that we have a, a really loyal following of people that drink Petite Syrah. Uh, we've been making Petite Syrah since the mid-90s as a single bottled wine. Uh, but we also, you know, we talk to people about it and we try to make ours not to be the really enamel ripping, super tannic variety of Petite Syrah, so that it's a, a wine that people feel like they can kind of get into and, and really kind of like wrap their mind around. And it's in the kind of the normal range of tannin, but it's still a big, rich, full wine. Uh, 
And so I think in, in those, kind of framing it that way, people can kind of relate to it more. You know, we talk about how we've grown it in California and at Titus Vineyards, going on five, six decades. Petitzerau was planted on the property when they bought it back in 1969. Absolutely, yeah. So our original uh, property where the winery is is over 40 acres, and it was primarily planted to Zinfandel, but all kinds of mixed blacks, and Petitzerau was part of that. And so it's been a part of what we've done forever. And so it's kind of like, for us, it's kind of just like introducing people to like, you know, this is our living room. This is like, you know, this is part of what we do. It's kind of like an old friend. Exactly. For you, does Petit Syrah give you any kind of a different challenge growing it versus something like Cabernet? Uh, you know what? It's actually pretty forgiving on the growing side. It's a relatively vigorous scion, and it likes to have a lot of uh, fruit out, so you can kind of like allow it to have a large crop, and that helps us to manage the tannins too. So kind of goes to show like, you know, more crop, less tannin a little bit, and it always tastes amazing, kind of no matter what. It always has that kind of blueberry syrup kind of quality. Petit Syrah grapes are some of the best tasting grapes in the world. Like when they're ripe and ready, oh my gosh, nothing tastes better. And for our listeners who'd like to learn more about you online, what is your website at Titus? Uh, people can come visit us at www.titusvineyards.com. Great. Stephen, very good seeing you. Thank you. Good to see you too, Ray. Thanks a lot. One more stop at the Bialy breakfast for Petit Sarat, which is one of my favorites, as I've already said. And I'm here with Brian Lau of Chase Cellars. Brian, how are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks what, for having me, Ray. Happy to have you here. What do you do at Chase? What is your position? Uh, marketing, media, and honestly, just a little bit of everything. Our, our team's only four, so we, uh, we do wear different hats all the time. Brian, we were just talking a few minutes ago about marketing Petit Sarat. Again, a grape I love. Some people, eh, I'm a cab drinker. I don't want to try it. How do you kind of point people in that direction? A very good question. I think the best way is getting it in their hands. So for us, ending the tasting with it, we'll taste them through Zin, Cab, other, and Petit Sarah is something that, that turns heads. It's something that they're not necessarily expecting. And so even sometimes we'll pour it blind. You give them the glass and they don't know what's in it. And as soon as they taste it, it's just a moment. And uh, it really draws them into it. I think it's just something that they may not be familiar with. Sometimes they think about Syrah too much, but once you kind of unfold the history, give them more of how it's tied into the history of California wine in general, they go, oh, okay, like I can I can give this grape a chance. Good, yeah. How long has uh, Chase Sellers been in Napa Valley? <laughs> Family's had the property since 1872. Uh, Fish have been a winery since 1998. Brian, for our listeners who'd like to learn about Chase and this amazing history, what is your website? It is chasesellers.com. Brian, it was really a pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ray. One of the best things about being at Premier is, is seeing old friends, people who I've talked to in the past, and it's so enjoyable. This is great. Likewise, Ray. Thank you. I'm here with Aaron Weinkoff of Spotswood. Aaron, how are you? I'm doing great. Yourself? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a little moment to get my brain going, but it's, it's starting to work pretty good today. So uh, we're at Martini. Totally, completely different space here today. Beautiful. Yeah. Last time I was in here, I think it was an experimental winery. So yeah, to see, to see this and all of the... Uh, historic memorabilia is pretty cool too. Yeah, that's one thing I really love about the valley is kind of heading that direction, doing more looking back. Yeah, no, I know. I had to take a couple photos because on one of them there was an old sales sheet. 
I, can't, I think it was from like 1960 and it was really hilarious. Of course, the most, the three most expensive cases of wine that Louis Martini was making were all white wines. One of them was a Muscat-based white wine and that was the most expensive at $12 a case. And then there was the Napa Cab at $9 a case. If we could only buy $9 <laughs> bottles, let alone $9 a case. <laughs> yeah, no, times have changed. Yeah, yeah, they certainly have, but that's part of the game and that's the way it's going to exactly. be. So let's talk about your auction lot you're pouring here today. What are you pouring and what's the name of it? We are pouring, this is the vintage auction lot. This is not the, the barrel auction lot. This is a single case of the 2012 uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. This was the estate Cabernet Sauvignon that we made in 2012. And that's the best thing is to be able to taste something that's estate because I think there's something about your own grapes when you're doing that kind of thing. Yeah, it's always special for us. I mean, you know, we only make a couple wines, so the estate is always kind of our pride and joy and yeah being the ones that farm it and that make the wine it's always uh, just very important to us now before we started doing on camera here we we're talking about it's been just over 10 years since our last interview so you've been winemaker there how long would that be 12 i started as winemaker in uh, basically january of 2011. it's really fun to see that much time going you look by the way the same so being a dad of two i th i think it's like a shave and a haircut because uh, a couple days ago i was looking a little more ragged <laughs> Well, I, I think during the whole COVID period, some people turned into cavemen. That's, you couldn't tell them between Sasquatch. That's what it was. For sure. And most importantly for our listeners, if they want to find out a little bit about you, Aaron, as well as Spotswood, what is your website? Spotswood.com. And that's S-P-O-T-T-S-W-O-O-D-E. I could see you searching for a moment there. Damn good seeing you. Likewise, Ray. Always a pleasure. This is going to be a very fun follow-up here. We're at uh, Martini Winery and talking with Julie Robertson. Julie is the winemaker at Crocker's Store. And some of our listeners may remember we interviewed her just a couple months ago. How are you doing, Julie? I'm great. How are you, Ray? I'm very good. I think I should take that wine away from you. If I'm, you must. I'm going to go into a corner and finish the bottle. Is this your first premiere as a winemaker, or have you done this before? It's not my first premiere, but yes, it's my first premiere as a winemaker. So how does this experience feel to you? I love it. I think it's, you know, it shows the camaraderie and the community here in the Valley, and um, we're all here to support a great cause and uh, happy to share our wines with trade from around the world. I think one of the best parts is running into some of your old friends from the wine business. It's probably one of the rare opportunities to get together with them. It is, and it's so nice to see, you know, friends that I know and then also winemakers that I've worked with before. Um, it's always great to just catch up and taste everybody's wine. That's one of the best parts. What is your auction lot called, and what makes it a special auction lot? Well, so we have two. So right now we're at the Vintage Perspective Tasting, and we're pouring our 2013 Stone Place Cabernet Sauvignon. So this wine is from one block on our property. Uh, it's our oldest vines. In 2013, they were 37 years old. It's all C-Clone Cab, and I think it just really showcases how well our wines mature with age. And then our premier lot for this year is our 2021 Goddess is the name of it. It's a Cab Franc blend. It's 80% Cabernet Franc Goddess clone and then 20% Cabernet Sauvignon. For me anyways, Cab Franc, I'm a big fan. It, it is a wine that more people really need to be aware of, don't you think? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, more people need to be aware of Cab Franc. What I always like to do is make sure that our listeners are able to find you on the web and learn a little bit about you. What is your website? 
Our website is crockerstar.com. C-R-O-C-K-E-R-S-T-A-R-R.com. You did that very well, Julie. Thank you. Thank you for talking with me. I Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great to see you. Once again, meeting up with an old friend, and I'm so happy to do this. I'm here at Renee Airy, winemaker for Duckhorn Vineyards. Renee, how are you? I'm great, Ray. How are you? Nice to see you. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see so many nice and fun people here at Premier 2023. You know, there's a, there's a great energy. I think you can feel it today, right? Everybody's uh, excited to be present and back and celebrating Premier another year again. So nice to be present, nice to be social, and like enjoying great wines here together in person. That's exactly what it is. So tell me, what is your auction lot this year? What's it called and what makes it special? Yeah, our auction lot this year, we're doing a 2021 uh, Merlot. It's a block designate from Three Palms Vineyard. So it's block five. It's my favorite block out at that ranch. 73 acres. It's kind of the, the back little corner of Three Palms. Super rocky, really intense, beautiful structure, a lot of minerality, but also a nice, gorgeous kind of fruit profile to kind of fill that in. Three Palms is a vineyard that uh, Duckhorn really made famous, or vice versa, how you look at it. it uh, yeah, it's been, it's been with us since our first vintage in 1978, so it's the, you know, the cornerstone for, for Duckhorn Vineyard's portfolio. And as I always say for our listeners, one of the most important things is we'd like to know how to find out about you and what your website is. Absolutely. You can go to www.duckhorn.com. Renee, always love seeing you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Appreciate it. Enjoy premiere. I will. After being at the uh, Bialy Vineyards this morning, I run into Chris Dearden from Bialy Vineyards. How are you doing, Chris? Very well, thanks, Ray. It's good to see you again. Are you doing an auction lot or are you doing the vintage we lot? We are doing an auction lot. It's the 2012 Stagecoach Vineyard uh, Zinfandel. And uh, out of the 650 acres of Stagecoach Vineyard, there's two acres of Zinfandel, and we get them all. So we make a few hundred cases of uh, Zinfandel from this vineyard that we've been making since 1999. I didn't even know Stagecoach had Zin, but it's nice that you get it because that's a pretty damn cool vineyard. It really is. It's a great location, and uh, we're really fortunate to get it from that big rock pile up on the eastern hills. Good to be back in person with everybody at Martini. Wow, what a change in the... Uh, tasting room here. Yeah, it really is. It's uh, it's like old home week here. Yeah. Great time for people to come out during the winter. It's also a, a nicer, less busy time in Napa Valley for people to come out and visit. So we really appreciate everybody coming back to Premier Napa Valley. I think to your point, everybody appreciates being back. Yeah, it's uh, it's like uh, it's like seeing a bunch of old friends again. It really is. And for our listeners who'd like to learn more about you online, what is your website at Bialy? www.bialy.com. That's B-I-A-L-E.com. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ray. I'm here with Leslie Russell. How are you, Leslie? I'm great, thank you. Good to see you again, right? Good to see you, too. And I should say, of course, that's St. Helena Winery right here in St. Helena. Yeah, I had to think about that for a moment. Funny that way, huh? First off, are you doing a vintage lot, or are you doing a lot for the auction itself? I'm doing a vintage lot this year, um, which is a one-case lot of our 2010 Simpa Estate Cabernet Sauvignon. We have in the past done the 5K slots at the at the barrel auction, which was fun too, but we make so little wine. Really, all I can afford now is one case, but, and I dug into the library, and it tastes really good, so I thought, perfect. Let me see. You so said dug into the library, and it tastes really good. You know, that's an awful job. 
<laughs> you know, to go I, into them. I had to go through some ones, you know. They were all good, but yeah. Nice you threw yourself under the train for that one. I know, oh, I know. It's God. a tough job. Somebody's got to do that, right? Yeah. It's really got to be sort of fascinating because I know my own experiences with tasting older vintages of wines I know of, and then you're like, man, that's amazing. It's amazing, yeah. Well, I'm always gratified to open up wines. Both wineries I've had worked at most of my career, you know, St. Soubry and St. Helena Winery. I pull out old bottles and they're all good. I'm just like been blessed that way. <laughs> well done. It is Napa Valley after all, but I still. I know, yeah, it is. We have a high standard and we, we stick to it. <laughs> cool. And best of all, for our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website? www.stelinawinery.com with an S-T. Very important to keep that in mind. Great wines. Leslie, good singing. <laughs> I am here with Diana Schweiger of Acumen Wines. Diana, how are you? I'm doing great, Ray. How are you? I'm good, and it's good to see you after this uh, little bit of a break we took. It's so nice to see everybody back in person. There's such a great spirit between everybody. Yeah, definitely. It's so great to see so many old, new friends and everybody coming together today. Now, uh, you're doing an auction lot as well as a vintage lot or just a vintage lot? Yes, we are lot number one, 201 right here for our perspective lot. So our auction lot is actually, it's called 5.71 carats, which is representative of our single vineyard estate called Ed Cora, named after the 5.71 rare red diamond that was in the Smithsonian. It actually comes from block five of the Ed Cora vineyard, which is one of the best areas where our Cabernet grapes are grown. It's 100% Cabernet, and it's identified in 100% new French oak and is made by our winemaker Philip Titus. And today at Perspective, I actually pulled out um, an inaugural vintage library re-release, our 2013 10-year-old wine. We've been around for 10 years. This wine was made by our first winemaker, Denny Malbec, who is part of the Latour family. And so uh, the label over here actually has DM, initials embossed for Denny Malbec. So this wine's showing really great, and uh, we're proud to have it here. Um, it comes in a three-pack, uh, so three bottles in a wood box, all handcrafted, and inside of it there are some write-ups about Denny Malbec, along with uh, some tributes from Philip Titus and reflections on Denny from our current winemaker. That's nice. Denny was a great guy, and uh, it's sad he couldn't be here. Many of us remember him. It's just a, a very pleasant guy to chat with. Definitely, yeah. So is Philip Titus today. So it's really nice to have the two submerge these uh, the culture of the, the style of wine that we make and have it seen through the last 10 years. Many of our listeners would like to learn about you. Online, how would they do that? What's your website? They can visit us at acumenwine.com. That's singular. Just acumen, A-C-U-M-E-N-W-I-N-E.com. Thank you very much, Diana. Good Thank you. you so much, Ray. It's fun to be here. Thank you for coming over and saying hello. We're here with Stephanie Douglas of Eratos Winery here at Premier. Stephanie, how are you? Oh, it's wonderful to be here. Most it, exciting time of the year for us. I can just feel that, the excitement in the air, everyone coming out, they've been bundled up. They're looking for new and exciting wine in their life and uh, come to the right place. Very excited to welcome the winners of the trade back. This particular event today is the first time that we've done a retrospect tasting here at Napa Premier. So uh, this particular event where I'm pouring today is featuring library wines. Many of the wines are wines that we've all sold out of, um, our, ourselves included. Um, we're pouring our 2009 Eritas Petit Sois from our first estate vineyard. It's our second vintage we ever made. We have seven cases left in the world, but we've decided to donate one to the auction today. Well, that's pretty good of you to let it go. Yeah. I wouldn't let anybody have it. I keep it for myself. I know, and it's hard because it was my second born son. 
This particular auction, one of the things that we're doing um, in the Napa Vintners now is we are supporting events that are particular to uh, protect, enhance, and preserve the Napa Valley. And one of those projects, which I'm personally very um, connected to because we lost our home in the fire, is uh, we're raising money to replant four million trees here in the Napa Valley. So I hope our wine auction lot goes well and brings in a lot of money and plants a lot of trees. I hope that happens as well. And it's great they're doing something a little bit different. My last question. For our listeners who'd like to learn a little bit more about you online, what is your website? AratasWine.com. A-R-A-T-A-S Wine.com. That's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here at Cyrus Hazard at Crocker and Star, your home base, your home away from home, a place you spend a little bit of time at. How you doing, Cyrus? I'm wonderful, thanks. How are you doing? Good. I love your name, by the way. You have a very <laughs> cool name. It's unique. It stands out. It does. Parents had odd names. I'm actually from Humboldt County, and so my sister's name is Olympia. Oh. My brother's name is Elijah. What is your official position here? You're... I'm the executive vice president. Yeah, EVP is easier, but, but essentially I do everything around here. So Pam was a good friend and finally said, come out and run my business so she could take a step back. And that's that's what I do now. You know, that's not a bad gig, especially working for Pam because she's a sweetie and she is as smart as they come. Absolutely. She's incredible. Yeah. Incredibly smart. I've been here almost two years and every day I learn something new. So this is part of Premier Napa Valley 2023, a great event so far for you. How many premieres have you been? To? Uh, this is my fourth premiere okay. with different companies. Uh, and the last two I did were actually, funny enough, I just poured the 13 Stone Place. That was the last time I came to premiere until last year. I was talking to Julie Robertson, your winemaker, just a little while ago. And we're talking about the lot, the particular lot that she was making for it. But as a veteran now of premiere, how do you see these wines? I mean, what is your perspective as a person on your side of the industry? Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're special lots of wine coming from everybody's cellars that are meant to contribute to building Napa Valley and building presence here in the valley. Uh, and, and the key to that, building presence here in the valley, is that we need more people to come and know who we are, not only by visiting, but through, through digital ads and through you know, the actual um, online auctions. And 2021 sort of brings us back, like you mentioned, COVID. Now we're back in person and in full swing, and the last couple of days have been just amazing. And there's a great spirit, wouldn't you agree? Incredible spirit, yeah. Incredible spirit. And the wines, everybody's wines I've been tasting, 21s are spectacular. That's what most people are pouring out, and we couldn't be happier with what we've got. Yeah, it's nice to have a 21, considering <laughs> some other things we don't want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we make some great wine. Oh, you guys make some great wine. Cabernet Even Franc. Even in those other years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and Cabernet Franc and, and uh, uh, Sauv Blanc, which are two of my favorite wines. My compliments. You guys do a great job. Thank you. Yeah, I, my first wine with Pam when I met Pam back in 2011 was the Estate Sauvignon Blanc, the yellow label. And that became a staple in our homes. For a lot of my other wine collecting friends, we do dinners, blind tastings, and everybody would come with magnums of our Sauvignon Blanc as a starter. That's a bit of a compliment. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was. So when <laughs> when I can now drink that and sell that on a daily basis, it's, uh, it makes life easy. You're a lucky man. <laughs> Cyrus, it's important for our listeners to be able to find you folks and come visit. And how would they do that on the web? What is your website? Our website is www.crockerstar.com. That's C-R-O-C-K-E-R-S-T-A-R-R.com. Excellent. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure. See you soon. I'm at Crocker and Star for part of the many... Premier Napa Valley events, and I'm here with Christy Kerr. She is the owner of Kerr Cellars. 
ironically, what an interesting name that you just happened to wander into. How are you doing, Christy? I'm good. Thank you, Ray. We're just talking about the idea of naming the winery after you, and uh, many people do, but you sounded like you were reluctant to do that. How come? <laughs> Well, um, you know, as a, a, a woman vintner um, who is also a celebrity, which I don't consider myself a celebrity, but I've been playing professional golf. This is my 28th year. I just got nominated for the World Golf Hall of Fame. So um, I didn't want people to have a perception of the wine as not being a fine wine because a celebrity makes it. So there's still a little bit of that stigma out there, and I'm working to change that. That's very good. So obviously to you, wine is first. Yes. Golf first for now right but my 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 toes are absolutely dipped in the water of wine and um well that, that was kind of funny water know, water of wine wine and water it was yeah, yeah it was kind know. of like That's a biblical right. thing but um yeah so this will be my last full year playing i believe and you know then i'll be focused 100 percent on wine stuff in 2024 so it's um it's it's quite the thing i i fell in love with napa valley um from the late 90s through the early 2000s when we had a tournament uh, where we stayed in Yonville and drove to Vallejo right before harvest and just fell in love with it. Wow. So it was a top 30 in the world by invite only event and always right before harvest. So the valley was alive. It was electric. And um, my friends and I would play practice rounds and super early and go wine tasting. And I just had this amazing affinity for it. And then I started studying wine. So I love it. It has that effect on you. How long have you been making wine? So we started with the 2006 vintage, and we made wine with Pride Mountain Vineyards, um, which is one of the top 100 wine estates in the world by Robert Parker. We made wine with them for 11 years with winemaker Sally Johnson. We gave all the money away, created a grant for research at Stanford Hospital, so we're really proud of our work. And Curvature lives on now. So we started the Kerr Signature line uh, in 2013 uh, with a Sauvignon Blanc, Sonoma Coast Pinot Noir, and a Reserve Red proprietary blend from Napa Valley. So. Um, we were fortunate to receive some pretty high scores. It's put us on the map, and uh, we love to be giving back to the community. Excellent. That's really fabulous. For our listeners who'd like to learn a little bit more about you, as sure. well as Kerr Cellars, what is your website? It is kerrcellars.com. That was really challenging. It was really challenging. Yes, it's hailing. Welcome to Premier Napa Valley 2023, where it hails on you. On the spot. This is real news. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's a pleasure meeting One of my favorite people in the entire world, and I mean that sincerely, I'm here with Pam Starr of Crocker and Star Wines. It's really fun to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I love it when you make me try to blush. I, I'm like <laughs> trying to hold that up, you know, at bay. Well, believe me, it comes from the heart. And you have events like this with wonderful food, by the way, Thank fantastic you. wine, and great wineries here. So Thank this you. is part of the events for Napa Valley today, right? Yes, it is. We are one of the preview uh, tastings for uh, Premier Napa Valley auctions on Saturday. Uh, so today's Thursday. We have a lot of tasters just sort of milling and coming in and out. There's a lot of events going on today. So, um, But the enthusiasm level has been incredible, really incredible. And the wines are showing great, and people are ready to... Uh, to start upping those bids. Yeah, that's for sure. And I, I, I got to believe it's going to be a good auction. There is a really good feel from the events I've been to, but this is a little bit different this year. Things are broken up a tad more than they've been in the past, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I like it. I like. I think that it allows you to have a little bit more attention, a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time. Um, I think that having a conglomerate of wineries together, I mean, today we've got Crocker & Star, Kerr Cellars, Arrow & Branch, and Paul Cornell Bubbles. And it just get the diversity in, in, in that group alone. I think that's what you're finding about the other 
premiere tastings of, of previews for premiere. So um, I, I think I really like the changes. I, mm. I think we're, yeah, I, there's a lot of good positive feedback. Well, I think there's a good positive vibe around people. I've talked to just a lot of people in general, what they've been tasting. People are smiling. People are digging it. I know this is post-COVID, but these are really great tasting wines. Uh, they're great tasting wines, and nobody remembers the C word any longer because they're just happy to be back and ready to support our community and, uh, and our wineries. What was the C word? I don't know. I don't remember. That, whatever that was, I don't know. kind of gotten out of my mind. I had mind. a number with it. It's really weird. <laughs> and, of course, as I always like to ask, the most important part of the interview is for our listeners who'd like to find you and come out here and do some tasting at the winery, what is your web address? Our web address is www.crockerstar.com. That's C-R-O-C-K-E-R-S-T-A-R-R.com. It's amazing how well you do that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Pam. Another premiere stop, and with one of my more favorite people. There's so many favorite people. I'm here with Tor Kenmore of Tor Wines. How are you doing, Tor? Ray, I am doing fine. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you. Uh, it's just fun to hang around you because uh, what you do is fun, and you've got such a great history in this business as well as your background in music. That's true. We have stories to tell and music to listen to. That's true. We should get caught up sometime. You know, there's never enough time, it seems, for good stories, a nice glass of wine, and music in the background. Living in the moment. Yes, not, not on your phone, not on the television, but in the moment with friends. And I'm making sure you're actually in the frame as we talk about being in the moment. I've been out of the frame for a good part of my life. So. You relatively recently just published a book. Tell me yes. about your book. It's called Reflections of a Vintner. Uh, it's been unbelievably successful for a wine book. It was on Good Morning America, Forbes, People, all these magazines that don't write about wine books have said nice things about it. So it's surprisingly done well. There's a Hollywood producer that's looking at doing a miniseries out of it now. So who knows? Things about wine, tend, they do tend to be boring a lot of so I put a lot of sex in mine. Oh, good, yeah. good. Well, that's more the reason to read it. I think that's the only reason to read it. Well, as long as you don't kill anybody in the book, that's all that matters. Well, there's that in there, too. Uh, oh, okay. I'll say nice things about you now. Good. Tell me about your auction lot today. What is the name of it, and uh, what makes it kind of special? Well, uh, we call it the Centennial. Uh, I'm, I, I know no one looking at this will believe that I'm... I've been making wine for close to 50 years. And we have Andy Beckstoffer, who's going on 52 or 3. I think I'm 48, Andy's 52. So we call it the Centennial. It's 100 years of Andy and I. Beckstoffer Topolon is the vineyard. We're the winemaker. And there's a good story behind a good wine. And as I always like to say, most importantly for our listeners who'd like to know how to learn about you online, what is your website? We have a very simple website. It's Tor at Tor Wines or torwines.com. And could they order the book online as well through you? They can. You can do it through Amazon or you can do it through us or Barnes & Noble or whatever. You've done well, sir. Life's been good. Good to see you again, Mike. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm here at Frank and Joan. Hi, Frank and Joan. How are you today? Good to see you both. 
No, I didn't screw that up. I got that, okay, right? No, it's, it's on it. It's Premier Napa Valley. I'm here at Bricks. I'm here with one of my favorite winemakers, and gosh, I say that a lot, but you are very special. Benoit Duquette and his wife, Nikki. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Thank it's you. a real pleasure. Are you helping out with Chero Roja today? I am. We also have our wine fema here. That's, we do a wine from uh, Bexhoffer Misery Hopper, so we're showing that in our uh, co-op that we're doing with Linda this year. You do that very well. She's learned the whole routine. She's been practicing. She's better than me. Yeah. Better looking and better. She's definitely better looking. No question about that. So the big question for you is, is that how long have you been winemaker for Linda at Tierra Roja? It's going to be two years now. Like we uh, took over Torque and Words. And we are just excited to be able to work with a OG, like original gangster Linda. So it's <laughs> well. Very, vineyard is beautiful, beautiful site. What an amazing vineyard. What a nice piece of property in a perfect spot. I mean, it's beautiful and it produces incredible grapes. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, to have the privilege to work with Linda, that have been farming it since, I think she's been there since the 80s. Uh, the stories that come with it and a passion. It, it, look, it's, it doesn't get better than this. Yeah, we've talked about that before. She's been around to hear some of the old timer stories. Oh, That's yeah. uh, a little scary to think about touching that history. No, we love to hear the story, so it's a good time. A lot of good dinners. A lot of good dinners. We have a lot of laughter, and uh, for people who's going to taste the wine and see what uh, what, what she has to offer from that site. It's gorgeous, gorgeous wine. So, what is the name of the auction lot? And tell me a bit about it more in detail. <laughs> so we call the lot the baguette. Uh, to get the baguette to a tribute to our son's Roman, 15 months old. So uh, Linda saw that would be a good. A good name for it and get people excited and laugh because at the end of the day we make wine it's serious but you know we don't save life and uh, we do that co-venture and uh, I mean we're excited 21 vintage wine shows some power some elegance and, and, and the beauty of the vintage that it was so for our listeners who'd like to learn about Terrawaha wines what is your website uh, Linda you gotta come in Live action, sorry. What's your website? Linda's going to be the stunt website reader. Go ahead, Linda. What is your website? www.tierraroja.com. I am here with Gary Fish, and Gary is a incredibly well-known retailer in wine, and I see you here for as many years as I can remember. Gary, how you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How you doing? I'm doing good. Premier, uh, nice to be back. It's always great to be here for Premier, even in the rain, which is rare here. Yeah. Rain, sleet, sun, a little of everything today. Just as long as we don't have slaying of the firstborn, we'll be all right. Yeah, well, then the bears come running out of the woods yeah. and things happen. <laughs> so, um, Karish, your role when you come to Premier, I'm assuming you're a bidder, right? Oh, yeah, we bid every year. We've been doing it since their second year. Wow. How many years has that been? 27, give or take. You're only like... 31. I appreciate that. Thank you. Or I'll be collecting my check later. You're such a good liar. (laughs) (laughs) When you have these wines on your shelf, that's got to be for probably the more discerning collector or the more discerning wine lover because these are not inexpensive wines. Well, the goal is never to put them on our shelf. What we do is we put together a group of people uh, in advance. Uh, So we create a portfolio of Premier Napa wines that we then work with our clients to provide to them. So the goal is not to have a lot of 
PNB wine sitting on our shelves. That makes good sense. Sorry, I made that assumption, but because I have seen them in other locations, so yeah. Right. I mean, we do keep a little bit because we want to get to taste them in the future. Mm -hmm. Also, we want to introduce new people to P&B, right. and the best way to do that is to have some. But economically, our job is to really pass it through and provide them to our guests as quickly as possible. Well, as you say, it's, it's sort of spreading the good word. Absolutely. Yeah. These wines are spectacular, yes. um, and sitting on our shelves don't accomplish anything. No, no. <laughs> uh, how many stores do you have now? Uh, we have four stores in New Jersey and we have a store in beautiful St. Helena, California. And it's a great store. It's fun to go to because you have wines there that you really can't find in too many other locations. Well, that's our goal. You know, we try to be as local as possible, finding uh, undiscovered wines from Napa Valley and international wines for the people that have had a lot of Napa wine and need a break. Excellent. And most importantly for our listeners who want to find out more about you and your retail locations, what is your website? Gary'sWine.com. I knew you'd like that. <laughs> Gary, I love it. Thanks very much, man. Okay, thank you very much. I'm here with Michael Cooperman. What an interesting last name. Michael Cooperman of Lithology Wines. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm great. It's a premiere. It's a, it's a good time. It is. Uh, I love this week. Um, I'm pretty new with Lithology, uh, but I've been a part of Premier for the last 10 or so years. I used to work for Napa Vintners, um, so I was heavily involved in, in Premier and seeing it happen. Um, and it's it's awesome to have the trade here the way that they are this week and get to do tastings like this and, and see everybody. Last year I participated a little more limited, but uh, this year we're, we're full force. Um, enjoying this tasting for Appalachian St. Helena. Um, and then we'll be doing obviously the barrel tasting um, at Charles Krug and then with Atelier Melka uh, tomorrow afternoon and hoping that uh, hoping that our lot can do some great things for raising some money for the vintners. So tell me specifically what is the name of your lot and uh, what makes it special? So our lot we're calling the Triple Threat. Um, so there's sort of three elements three times over. Um, so we source from Andy Beckstoffer's Tokalon, Dr. Crane, and Las Piedras. So there are, is wine from each of those. Um, we get Cabernet Sauvignon, Cap Franc, and Petit Verdot from those vineyards. So there's three varieties. And then the three winemakers that brought that all together are Philippe Melka, Michel Roland, and Matt Sands, who's our winemaker. So that's the triple threat, kind of that classic, you know, can sing, dance, and act. We think it's a pretty special wine this year. And for our listeners who'd like to learn about lithology online, what is your website? Um, www.lithology.wine. Dot wine. That's one of the very few people to take advantage of. Very cool. Michael, real pleasure meeting you. Likewise. Thank you. Okay, great. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So I'm in Yountville. This is one of the many tastings for Premier Napa Valley, and I am here with Connie Gutterson of Freedom Estate. How are you, Connie? I'm great. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for being here. I appreciate you talking to me. Premier is such a fun event. How many premieres have you done? Do you remember it all? We've probably done about four or five, and we first started out in the wine industry in 2009. So, What made you decide to go into this crazy business? <laughs> well, we've lived in the valley for 30 years, and we have agricultural backgrounds, and I just pretty hard to be in Napa Valley and not enjoy the fruits of the valley. Wine, great food, and just, you know, being part of this lifestyle. When you say you had an agricultural background, was it in wine or something else? No, it was primarily farming and cattle, and I'm from Texas and my husband's from Colorado. Oh, wow, what an interesting combination, and then here you are on the West Coast. It's interesting to have that genuine background in ag and 
meant to come into this particular business, but it is quite different than what you were doing. Yes, and you know, Napa Valley is so special in terms of agriculture, not only from the wine industry, but it's the mecca for the food industry, and it's really driving the culinary arts, perfect marriage, you know, with food and wine, and what an experience for so many visitors that come to the Napa Valley to experience great wine, beautiful vineyards to look at, and amazing food. Yeah, I would say the best of the best in those categories. Yes. So what's the name of your auction lot and what makes it special from anybody else's? Our auction lot is named Freedom Estate. Our winemaker is Steve Reynolds, and we're extremely honored to be part of this endeavor to support Napa Valley and the Napa Valley Vintners Association. I think what makes our auction lot so special is we're a very small, old world craft boutique winery, and we're, the auction lot's approximately 93% Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot, and um, you know we age in French new oak barrels, each vintage, and we pick the best of the best for this auction lot. Yeah, Steve Reynolds is an excellent winemaker. He's a good choice. Connie, for our listeners who'd like to learn a little bit more about you and Freedom Estate, what is your website? freedomestatewine.com. Well, this was a real pleasure meeting you and your husband. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, thank you so much. I am back with Linda Neal, as well as Benoit Touquet, and we're both here for Tierra Roja, and I'm going to ask you to pronounce the name of your winery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People call it the Fat Man. Fat Man. That's kind of what I figured. Uh, Benoit is winemaker for Tierra Roja, and of course, Linda is the owner of Tierra Roja. Great crowd today. Should be interesting bidding. What do we think? Well, of course, we're going to be number one. <laughs> so we're really excited to be participating. This 2021 is kind of our little coming out party. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because it's the first year that I'm collaborating with Benoit. He's making the wine. So it's just going to be the two of us from here on out, except that he makes so many other beautiful brands as well. Also. well tell me about Fat Man. So Fat Man is the, the, our winery, my wife and I, Nikita, uh, our project, little project. So we make wine from different places since 2010. So the goal is to have like little single vineyard special as the beautiful place of Tierra Roja and to showcase the terroir to the people that follow us. How many cases are you making for Tierra Roja and then how many are you making for Fat Man? So for the auction lot, we have five cases lot. Yes. So we do like, but Linda, I make 100 cases of Tierra Roja and I make like around like 800 cases of Fat Man. And for our listeners who'd like to learn about both of you online, Linda, what is your website? www.tierraroja.com. I've asked you that question hundreds of times. <laughs> and Benoit, your website for our listeners. It would be femmanwine.com. Excellent. Thank you both very much. Hey, always a pleasure seeing you. Thank you very much. I'm here at the Ellers Barrel, and I'm here with Lara Diaz-Munez. Lara, how are you? I'm very good. Having a lot of fun today. It's a fun day. It's a really busy day and noisy. So hopefully you're going to have some really good bidding today. I hope so, at least. I mean, there's amazing wines uh, that we are showing today, and it's one of my favorite weeks of the year. So it's going to be fun, and it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I imagine you probably get to see some of your fellow winemakers you don't normally get to see during the year. Well, we, we see each other often, but uh, but yeah, no, it's good. And I'm going to try to take some time to go barrel to barrel and taste what they are doing. It's always good to see them, yes. That'll be a lot of fun. So tell me about your auction lot. What are you pouring today? So I'm pouring today a 2021 Cabernet Franc from our state vineyard. We are in Santa Elena. And um, it's 100% Cabernet Franc, new French oak. Um, it's very fruity, very floral. 
Very nice. Not a lot of people are doing Cabernet Franc, so that's pretty cool that you're doing it. There's few laws that are sowing Cabernet Franc. Um, it's becoming very popular in the Valley, uh, so it's going to be as good as Cabernet Sauvignon very soon. So. Oh, yeah, I think people are finally figuring it out, don't you think? Yes, and winemakers, we love to make it. Like, yeah. we really like this, this variety, yeah. And for our listeners to learn about you as well as Eller's Estate, what is your website? Our website is www.ellersestate.com. A lot of good seeing you. Thank you. Good to see you, too. We move on to another event. There, I'm over here with our friend Brian Maloney of Buena Vista. Brian, how are you? Doing well here at Premier Napa Valley, tasting some delicious, mostly 2021 Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignons. Now, when you say mostly, explain that to me, could you? Well, there's a few people who bring some other wines. Uh, I know there's a Grenache out there, and then Schramsberg always brings a delicious Lake de Scorch, so I can't wait to try that when I get a chance. Yeah, i got to get back over there. And for you, tell me about your auction lot. So this year, we have a, a unique blend of two vineyards we work with. One out of the Stagecoach Vineyard, which is uh, 50% of the blend, high elevation in the, the southeast corner of Napa Valley, just outside Atlas Peak. And then the other is a Valley Floor site out of the Stag's district. We went through all our barrels, selected these, did many blend trials, and finally came up with something we think is absolutely delicious and very representative of the 21 vintage. Great. I look forward to tasting it because it's poured sitting in front of me, which is killing me. Brian, for our listeners, uh, how could they learn about you online? Well, BuenaVistaWinery.com is probably the best place to learn about us online, um, but please, when you get a chance, come out and visit us in Sonoma and Napa. We have beautiful sites, beautiful historic sites, and absolutely delicious wines. So cheers, everyone. And this man crosses the valley. He's a brave soul. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. I'm here with Garrett Lyon, and we're at Brilliant Mistake Wines, by the way. Love the name of the winery. How are you doing today? Excellent. How are you, sir? Garrett, could you please tell me about your auction lot? So John, Stacy, Mayan, and I, super excited about the auction lot. 100% uh, Bexhoffer Tokolon cab. Well, that's, I think, enough. Mayan Kaczynski makes the wine. This is his first ever solo consulting project. Uh, works for Philippe Melka, winemaker, amazing. Has his own label, Lapel, off the chain. So we're super excited and look forward to raising money for this event. For our listeners who'd like to learn about Brilliant Mistake Wines, Garrett, what is your website? Uh, BrilliantMistakeWines.com. We're here with our old friend Steve Rockstead. And Steve, uh, today you're here with Brandlin Estate. Tell me about the wines you're pouring. All right, so I'm pouring a wine from the Brandlin Vineyard. It's up on Mount Veter. It's an old historic vineyard that was planted in 1926 by Henry Brandlin. And his family farmed it up until 1998. Uh, when we purchased it, and we've been producing wines there for about 22 years now. Um, this is a 2021 Blue Shale Cabernet. So this is a, a single block of Cabernet with about 8% Malbec blended in. Well, I hope you guys do very well with the auction today. For our listeners who'd like to learn about Brandon Estate, what is the website? Uh, it's BrandlinEstate.com. That was a really challenging one. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks very much, sir. Good seeing you again. All right. Thank you. Nice to see you, too. I'm here with Cody Hurt. Cody is a winemaker at Priest Ranch. Cody, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Glad to see you here today. Very noisy. Uh, a little chilly outside, but I don't think anybody minds right now. No, it's cold. We got a little snow up at the winery, so got some cool photos of that. And drove down in the snow. It was really weird to see that. Yeah, very bizarre. Yeah, for California. First time, I think, since like 1989 up at the property. 
And geez, we were all here to experience it. Yeah, kind of cool. Aren't, aren't we lucky? Yeah. <laughs> Cody, tell me about your auction lot today, if you would, please. Uh, we have a blend of three different blocks from Priest Ranch. 100% uh, Cabernet, 100% Terran So Barrel. It's going to be aged about 26 months when all said and done, it's still in barrel now. Um, but we love it. It's three of our favorite blocks. And for our listeners who'd like to learn about you, what is your website? Uh, you can go to www.priestranchwines.com. You have survived. You're still alive. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, I am. Cody, thanks. <laughs> Cheers. Tom Rinaldi, winemaker extraordinaire. Tom, how are you? Hello, and good to see you again. If you Google me, make sure you Google Tom Rinaldi, winemaker, okay? Not the other guy. Yeah, we don't want the sports guy. No. So you're here with Patent Wines today, right? Indeed. That's a brand new adventure for us. Uh, we're making uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc, and a rosé that's to die for. And uh, it's been a good ride, very good ride. Patent and a different patent wine related on each varietal. Tell me about your auction lot, Tom. Well, uh, we have 100% Cabernet Sauvignon from a brand new Gamba barrel. It's my very favorite barrel. I went through and tasted each barrel in the lot and I came up with one that was extraordinary and um, very pleased with the way it, it, it showed up. So I, I think it'll be a popular wine. I'm sure it will be because you really do make great wine. But importantly for our listeners, what is your website for Patent Wine? Oh, patentwine.com. Yeah, it, it, just the way it sounds. P-A-T-E-N-T. Pretty simple. Thank you, Tom. You're quite welcome. My pleasure. I'm here with our old friend Molly Hill, and Molly is a winemaker at Grow Wines, which is her own personal project, uh, along with your husband. Tell me about it. So Grow Wine means to germinate in Swedish. And our logo is a mark of quality from the Swedish monarchy. So it's the three crowns. And then my husband grew up going to Sweden every summer. He's 100% Swedish. He's the first of his family born in Sweden. And he would go back in a tennis bag, being the youngest, he'd go back to Sweden every summer. And he would harvest the wild blueberries, harvest the wild mushrooms, uh, harvest the crayfish from the lake, and that experience informed his early sense of place, right? Because you can only do that in a very small part of the world, similar to where the best grapes only grow in a very small part of the world. So our wine is 100% single vineyard, and the archipelago in Sweden is very similar to the single vineyards within the larger AVA that is Napa Valley. So it's cool parallels between the two. How long have you been doing this project? This project started in 09, but we are growing it. Um, and this is our first 2021 Howl Mountain Cabernet Sauvignon from the Polaris Vineyard. Beautiful red dirt. Um, and this is our debut at Premier. Well, this is a darn good place to debut. I hope you do very well. And before I forget to ask you, what is your website for our listeners? Grow, G-R-O, wines.com. Excellent. Molly, good seeing you. Good to see you, too. Thank you. Have a great premiere. I always do. I'm here with Ivo Jeremas of Gurgich Hills Wines. How are you today, Ivo? Doing well. Good to see you again. Good to see you. We met the other day, and it was fun to chat with you. And uh, as we talked about, uh, Mike Gurgich is your uncle, which is amazing. 
and uh, I'm curious about your auction lot. Could you tell me about it? Yes, uh, we produced uh, 10 cases of uh, 21 Cabernet Sauvignon from our Yantel Vineyard, which is our oldest Cabernet Vineyard, planted in 59. We call it Paradise Lot because George Yant, pioneer, who planted first grapevines in Napa Valley in 1830s, thought Yantel was paradise. And my uncle also, when he lived in Yugoslavia after Second War, and his teacher, professor, came to Napa, and upon return told his students that Napa is a paradise. That's what brought my uncle here in 58. And you were saying that he's coming up on 100 years old this year. Yes, uh, on April 1 this year, he's turning 100. And this also, this wine is uh, in uh, a tribute to his career and his incredible life. His amazing uh, uh, spirit uh, and uh, accomplished incredible deal. And so he's a national hero in Croatia. Absolutely. Ivo, for our listeners who'd like to learn about Gergic Hills online, what is your website? www.gergic Hills. Very simple. Or just Google Gergic Chills, you'll find us. That was the trickiest question of the day. Yes, yes. Ivo, thanks very much for your time. Thank you. I'm here with Sarah Kasai of Grieve Family Winery. Sarah, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. It's good to uh, be here. Can you tell me a little, just very briefly, about the winery? Yeah, so Grieve Family Winery's been around for about 15 years, but in 2017, we brought on Philippe Melka and Mayan and his entire team, um, and this is our third year at PNB. So tell me about your auction lot, please. So we made five cases of 2021 All-Estate Sauvignon Blanc. Um, so we're in an area of Napa called Lovell Valley. So we're just north of Carneros, just south of the Mayacamas, about 600 feet in elevation. And we have 17 acres of Sauvignon Blanc. So it spends about 18 months in French oak, still a barrel. Um, and it will be bottled in about two months. All-Estate, very expressive, cool climate Sauvignon Blanc. How many cases are you doing as a winery total, roughly? So we're about 2,000 cases total. We've grown about 500 cases over the past two or three years. Excellent. And for our listeners who would like to learn a little bit about you at Grieve Family Wines, what is your website? It is www.grievewinery.com. You've done that before. Yeah. Yes, I have, yeah. Sarah, thank you for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, it's been a little while, but we're here with our old friend David Tate of Barnett Vineyards. How are you doing, David? Doing great. Absolutely great. It's good to have the, the big crowds back and you know, have a full room again. And it is a full room. It's a loud room. And uh, I got a feeling the bidding should really be doing very well today. I think so. I mean, the 21s are fantastic. That's what most people are showing here. It was, uh, it was about an average yield, but it was a phenomenal season. The, the wines I've tried of all my peers here have been fantastic so far. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned you're here for Tate Wines, which are yours, but you're primarily here for Barnett Vineyards. Uh, what is your auction lot today? Can you tell me about it? Yeah, so what we have on top of um, Spring Mountain is our rattlesnake uh, block. And we've taken that rattlesnake. It's 100% Cabernet Sauvignon, very famous. It's our flagship. And we put 10% Petit Verdot into it to make it even bigger. So it's a monstrous wine, very dark, very tannic, but with a lot of power and, and concentration to it. I remember Rattlesnake very well when I interviewed you the first time because you kept looking over my shoulder and that made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, after the fires, we've lost quite a bit of the population, but back in the day, it was not uncommon to see a Rattlesnake up there. 
I'm happy to be here in the city on concrete. Yeah. <laughs> David, uh, for our listeners who'd like to learn about Barnett online, what is your website? Yeah, it's barnettvineyards.com. Uh, we make a lot of other wines. We make uh, Chardonnay out of Carneros. Uh, we make a uh, Pinot out of the Green Valley of the Russian River, um, Dry Creek Sauvignon Blanc, all single vineyard. And then the other ones that we make up on the estate are a Merlot, Cab Franc, and we have a Spring Mountain Cab. But uh, we have a good range of wines. Thank you for taking the time. Really Thank good you. seeing you. Yeah, enjoy the tasting. Today I'm here with the one, the only, the fabulous Jean Huffliger. Thank you so much, Ray. You did it. The first time in 29 years. I'm working on it, Matt, every time. I have a little ear prompter that I repeat your name back in my ear over and over. You know, if you want, I can actually record a soundbite, and you can listen to it at night while you sleep. You know, you know I, I'll do that. So, John, you are here today for the debate. Tell me about your auction lot. Well, the auction lot uh, is 21. First, it's, you know, it's the year after the F year, uh, you know, and so it's really important because a lot of people are just extremely happy about what they're doing just because they're doing it and able to do it. So I think that's the first really important thing. The second is we're doing our 100% Cap Franc. Uh, it's a blend of Toklon, Sleeping Lady, and Stagecoach. The reason for Cap Franc, we started in 2016 making Cap Franc because I think a lot of people got tired of these really juicy Cabernet Sauvignon and turned to Cap Franc, which is a varietal that has a little bit more spiciness and is much harder to vulgarize. I hate the word fad, but I'm going to go ahead and use it. Is Cap Franc becoming a fad? Because more winemakers this year are doing it than I've seen in the past. Yeah, I think, I think more and more people are. Uh, as I said, we started a long time ago. But I think it's really the translation of what people want. And, and I, I think we, we're really truly seeing a shift from these juicy, blockbustery, sometimes sweet Cabernet Sauvignon people are tired of. And so a lot of people are taking Cap Franc as a replacement because it's more true to its varietal. It's a great wine, and it's very tasty. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. For our listeners who'd like to learn about you as well as the debate, what is your website? Uh, uh, www.jhwineconsulting.com. Excellent. John, always good seeing you. I love you. I love you too, man. So I'm here with Aaron Potted, and uh, Aaron is making wine for Blackbird Vineyards. Aaron, so good to see you. Pleasure to be here. Tell me about your auction lot you're making, please. So the lot I'm uh, representing today is from Blackbird Vineyards, and it's 97% uh, Merlot and 3% Cabernet Franc. And I think it's the only Merlot today. I have not come across one. Everybody seems to be leaning towards, obviously, Cab and a lot of Cab Franc. A little bit of Cab Franc, yeah. I saw Detert has a Cab Franc, and Maya Camas has a fantastic Cab Franc as well. Tell me about some of the wineries you are also making wine for, as well as pot wine. I mean, a few of the favorites, uh, Seven Stones, Fee, Greer Vineyards, Perlis Vineyards, many others. Bernard McGray in Napa Valley. You, sir, get around. St. Helena Winery. <laughs> You could go on. Uh, I could go on, yes. Important for our listeners who would like to learn about you online, what would be the main website to go to? Go to potwine.com. That's pot with two T's. Aaron, good seeing you. Thank you. My pleasure. Good to see you. It's old home day here in Napa Valley is what it seems like. I'm here with Elizabeth Vienna, the winemaker at Chimney Rock. How are you, Elizabeth? Doing great, Ray. How are you? Good. You were just pointing out to me the difference from last year where it was... Uh, more of a uh, selectively quiet sort of premiere. Amazing energy in the room. 
Um, interesting start to the day. I don't know if you saw the snow in the hills of Napa today. How could you not? It was so weird. Which is great Cabernet drinking weather, right? So we're hoping that will bode very well for Premier Napa Valley. Tell me about your auction line. So our auction lot is a first time that I blended our two top hillsides at Chimney Rock. So Cardiac Hill, Alpine Vineyard, 100% cab. The, the north part is a little riper and Alpine's a little bit more savory and they made a great blend. So really excited about it. We're doing five cases. It's very cool you're doing that and I certainly love the name of Cardiac Hill because around here that makes sense. Yes, and if you walk it, you'll know why we called it that. <laughs> Trust me, I don't think I'm going to be able to walk it. For our listeners who would like to learn about Chimney Rock as well as Elizabeth Vienna, what is your website? www.chimneyrock.com. Good seeing you. Thank you. Thank you. Great to see you. Welcome back. Uh, this one's kind of fun. I'm here with Casey Stringer of Stringer Sellers. Casey, how are you? I'm excellent today, Ray. This is a fun event. This is, uh, I've been part of the premiere for a few years, but between COVID and the fires, this is my first actual in-person uh, premiere tasting. So I'm having a, having a blast. Uh, COVID and the fires, it sounds like a band name and greatest hits of what's happening down here sometimes. And now today, it's snow. Well, I don't, I don't know whether to laugh or cry about that, but yes. It is what it is. What are we going to do? It's just ironic because that's probably very normal for you to think about snow being from Wisconsin. Well, yeah, the snow part of it is pretty exciting. I, uh, we woke up today in uh, Healdsburg with about four inches of snow, and our kids who have, uh, they've seen it in Tahoe, but they don't really know it. It was a uh, pretty special morning for them today. Okay, let's talk serious wine. But the reason I was saying this is special is Casey Stringer is originally from Wisconsin. We interviewed him many years ago for the podcast when he was operating out of Wisconsin. Now he's a bona fide napkin. Is that fair to say? <laughs> That's fair to say. Yeah, like uh, Ray said, the winery started in a uh, warehouse in West Bend, Wisconsin, using California grapes. And we soon realized that wasn't the uh, best uh, business model. And uh, we moved out here. And now we've been out here for since 2017. So for quite a while. And um, now make uh, almost 3,000 cases of not just Napa wines, but uh, some Sonoma and Santa Barbara County wines as well. T 2021 vintage is pretty fantastic. Yeah. And so I haven't quite made my way around to as many places as I want to yet, but uh, the wines I've tasted are really, really great. Yeah. A lot of good vibes going around, a lot of good talk about these wines. And for our listeners who would like to learn about you, Casey, what is your website? Uh, www.stringersellers.com. Excellent. Casey, thanks. Good catching up with yeah, you good again. To see you, Ray. That's the blast from the past. It's, it's fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah, man. Thank you. So now I'm with Julie Johnson of Trace of Boys. How are you doing, Julie? I'm doing great. It's wonderful to be back live for uh, Premiere. Yeah, it's a big deal. A lot of good vibes going on today. And you told me you're the only Zinfandel in the I'm room. Once again, the only Zinfandel, yes. But I'm in a most marvelous corner. We're like the anything but Cabernet Corner with Riesling and the most amazing Chardonnay, Riesling from Truffet and Chardonnay from Poineau. And, and uh, so I feel right at home. It's like great. So tell me about the Zinfandel that you're offering for your lot today. Ah, uh, it is um, estate, dry farmed. 2021, just as Zinfandel, it rocks. You know, I pick about five different times. I pick for the rosé, and then I start picking for slowly but surely up the slope for my uh, for my estate Zin, red Zin, and this is a blend of three different parts of that pick. 
of those picks. So marching up the slope, just all with a little different, but they're all open top fermented, um, a lot of natural ferment, and I don't crush any Zinfandel. So everything is hand macerated. Oh, really? Well, that's kind of interesting. Well, you know, I discovered a long time ago that I love the, just a little bit of intraberry fermentation that happens. So there's always just a little bit of what, when we're all done hand punching down at the end, of the vintage, still a few whole berries. It's like popping, it pop and just, you know, an, an instant sort of incredible rush of character. But that goes into the press too, so that gives it just a little extra zing, and this is true of this year. Well, I certainly hope you do well with your lot today. Oh, thank you, I hope so, but it's nice to talk with you. Thanks for coming to this. Yeah, this is fantastic today. But most importantly, for our listeners who'd like to learn about you, what is your website? www.tres-sabores, three flavors. You can't get away without talking about that. Truly good seeing you. Thank you so much. Always welcome at the vineyard. Thank you very much. We have two new baby goats. <laughs> I am here with Trevor Durling. Trevor is a winemaker at Bullio or BV Vineyard. How are you doing? Very well, sir. How are you? Good. I said vineyard. I should correct myself. It's actually vineyards. No, it's actually vineyards. Oh, it is vineyard. Right the first time. I knew that. It's good that I can correct you. Yeah, absolutely. So that came from, of course, uh, that was the name that uh, Georges de la Tour, our founder's wife, gave the property when she first set foot on the first vineyard. And some amazing history at that vineyard and that winery in general. Yeah, incredible history. Been in business now for 123 years. That's crazy. A lot of vintages have gone by. So you are the winemaker, and that's got to be really a little bit on your shoulders to be making wine there. This is true. Um, it, it's a huge honor, obviously, to be the steward of, of such a historic, amazing place. Some big shoes to fill, uh, of course, but um, no, it's, yeah, I've got an incredible team and incredible vineyards to work with. Yeah, and, and that's really half the battle. Tell me, what is your auction lot today? Uh, what's the name of it, and what does it comprise of? So we have a, a five-case lot. It's called Peaks and Valleys. It's 100% Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, it's a blend of Rutherford Valley floor, so Western Bench, about 80% of the blend comes from Rutherford. Uh, and the balance, the 20%, is Howell Mountain uh, from Bancroft Vineyard. And that portion was actually fermented on the skins in small French oak barrels. So it's this really cool textural component. You have that, you know, the, the power and the structure of the mountain fruit uh, blended with that opulence and the roundness of the, the Rutherford Valley floor. It's quite unique. It's something that we haven't done before. And it's okay. really nice. And for our listeners who would like to learn a little bit about you as well as BV, what is your website? www.bvwines.com. Excellent. Pleasure meeting you, Trevor. Thank Pleasure you. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you very much. This is fun for me. I'm here with Shannon Lale of Lale Vineyards. How are you doing, Shannon? Well, thank you. Nice to see you. I'm going to talk to you about your auction lot in one minute, but um, hopefully most of our listeners will remember my interviews in the past with your mom. So tell me about your auction lot today. So our auction lot this year is called the Henry, and it's honoring the six generations of winemaking in our family, and Henry is the first uh, boy of the sixth generation. And so we're blending uh, six appellations, so from Coombsville all the way to Calistoga. It's a blend of those sort of honoring the different vibrancy and, and different aspects and characteristics of our valley, just like our family. I'm sure it's always a challenge to come up with an auction lot because they've got to be different year to year. It has to be different year to year, but it's funny when the, when the question comes just each, each time, it, there seems something sort of comes to the fore that makes sense and 
It, it wasn't difficult this year. It was actually really fun yeah, to put no. together. Will you be taking over for your mom in the future, or can I ask that question? Yeah, oh no, this is a family business. We, uh, My sister and I started it with my mom, and we're very passionate about it, and grew up hearing stories of our grandfather and great-grand-uncle, so it's something we, um, we love dearly and we do our best. That's great, I'm glad to hear that. And for our listeners who'd like to learn about Lael Vineyards online, what is your website? Uh, it's laelvineyards.com. It's easy. It's easy. Love to have anyone visit that was that is interesting. Thank you, Shannon. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Always good to catch up with Sarah Fowler, winemaker at Peju. How are you, Sarah? I'm super duper Ray. Thanks so much. You look fabulous and very sparkly today. That's true. We're having a red carpet event at the Rutherford Dust Society tasting today. So I had to gussy up a little bit. And the best part is, is you got bib overalls, you got this kind of velvety coat, and you've got sparkly silver, and you're hanging out with a guy who's in shorts. That's right. Well, you know, sparkle fun is what we do here at Rutherford Dust and for Premier Napa Valley. That's very cool. And it's very classy, too, I might add. Absolutely. This place is top like, number one. Tell me about your auction lot today. Okay, we have it's 100% Cabernet Sauvignon from our Oak Knoll property. So it's 100% Cabernet Sauvignon from our Oak Knoll property, 100% new oak, um, 100% made with love. And so it's a really delightful, delicious wine and super happy to have it here. What kind of feel are you getting from the room today? Any thoughts on that? Seems pretty exciting. So far, it seems like everyone is really enjoying the wine, and it's just so nice to see so many people out and about. Yeah, it's like a breath of fresh air and a little snow on top of it. It's, that's absolutely true, and it's so nice to see everyone. Cheers, and um, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you, too, but most importantly, got to get that website in. So what is your website at Peju? Um, well, you can see us at the World Wide Web. I don't know. Do we still say that anymore? I'm like at Peju.com. Works for me. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you so much, Ray. I'm here with Robin Ackerst, and Robin is a winemaker at Paula Cornell Sparkling Wine. How are you doing, Robin? I'm doing really good, thank you. Interesting, somebody came up to me and said there's only one sparkling wine here, but there's actually quite a few, but she spoke very highly about what you're making. Yeah, um, I think there's about three in the tasting, uh, but we have our 2020, um, which is a Blanc de Blanc, and so far it's spent two years on Tirage. The idea is going to spend another 12 months, so it'll be a total of 36 months on Tirage. At the moment, it's zero dosage, which means we have not done any disgorging on it. Um, and I think it's tasting fantastic. And I'm curious, where are you from, Robin? Obviously, you're not from here. No, no, correct. Um, originally, I am from the UK. Uh, so I started my sort of wine career working as an independent fine wine merchant uh, in central London and sort of slowly started getting into the sort of production side of things, spending harvests down in the south of France. And then I moved out to Australia, New Zealand, and it gra gradually the production side became more of my life. That's what I wanted my career to be. I wanted to get my hands dirty and actually make the wine rather than just sell it. For our listeners who'd like to learn about Paula Carnell online, what is your website? Our website, Paula. Paula Cornell. You can Google it. Paula is standing just off to Robin's left, so everybody knows. Robin, thanks very much for the time. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Cheers. Okay.
I almost missed him today, but I didn't. Here is Jean-Charles Boisset. Jean-Charles, how are you? Ray, so fabulous to see you as all time. Sonoma in Napa in the world of wine, to see you is a blessing. I tried to get around. You're very kind. Thank you. We are here, of course, at the Grand Tasting at Croup. Uh, yes. I want to know about your auction lot. Now, you had a couple of auction lots here today, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. We have two Chateau Buena Vista, the oldest winery in the history of California, who founded Sonoma and Napa. So we have an incredible lot of a Cabernet that is going to be exceptional. I'm actually tasting it right now. You can see Buena Vista Winery. And this is this phenomenal uh, 10 cases. And as you can see, I get so excited. I even break glasses today. You could have uh, savored the, uh, the cabernet. Oh, I will savor it with you now. <laughs> you would savor everything. So Buena Vista, hillside and floor. And we have as well Raymond, which is really an iconic, phenomenal winery in the heart of Napa Valley, produced by Stephanie Putnam. That is as well a 10K slot as well. So two lots for my wineries. She's an excellent winemaker as well. Well, and you've had her on your show as well as Brian Maloney. But importantly for our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, uh, one of many websites, which would you suggest? Boisset Collection, B-O-I-S-S-E-T collection.com or BuenaVistaWinery.com or RaymondVineyards.com. Those are three examples where you can find us and with Ray because we do a lot of things together. We do, and it's fun. Thanks, Jean-Charles. My pleasure. Thank you, Ray. Thanks, quite say it. Voila. Voila. Thank you. Very fortunate as we're starting to clear out. Many of our viewers can see that everything has gotten kind of quiet, but I ran into Bastian Lucas of Maxville Vineyards. How are you doing, Bastian? Great. Thank you, Ray. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm really happy you kind of caught me and snuck up on me. Tell me about your auction lot today. Uh, I'm pretty happy about how it got uh, uh, um, tasted and the comment that the people were, uh, were giving back to us. So it's 100% Cabernet Sauvignon from Charles Valley uh, AVA district. We have about 150 acres planted up there uh, at Maxville Winery. And then we did an estate vineyard that we fermented in barrel. So all uh, up on top fermentation and then after that we aged it in 100% French oak and about 60% new. We're going to bottle that in July. What appeals to you about Charles Valley other than its kind of allure of being a bit more of a mystery? Yeah, very much so. What I like about this uh, is basically the time it takes in the morning for the, the weather to warm up. So we have pretty good, uh, pretty good cold weather, which keeps the acidity uh, on the wine. And yet we're able to get very, very good tannins and a lot of it to make the wine as smooth as possible, keeping a fresh fruit note and keeping a great acidity. You're really good at this. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Bastian, for our listeners who'd like to learn more about you and Maxell, what is your website? So it's maxvillelakewines.com. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Good seeing you again. Thank you. Oh, likewise, likewise. It's a pleasure seeing you. I'm here with Anna Diogo Draper, and she is the winemaker at Artessa. How are you today, Anna? I'm very well, thank you. Good it, to see you. It's good to see you as well. Exciting day. A couple of really amazing lots that just went up. Uh, what is your lot number? Uh, my lot number is lot number six. Uh, we're presenting for the first time an estate Cabernet from our vineyard in Carneros. Uh, the highest ridges of our property are within uh, Mount Vita boundary. So we decided to plant some Cabernet up there. So um, we were really, really excited with the quality of the lot. Um, obviously 2021, I think, in my opinion, one of the best vintages overall in the past 10 years. Really, um, really sound, great concentration, great balance. Very very elegant um, and sometimes you have varieties that shine more than others in this particular vintage but I feel 2021 was very encompassing like all varieties all wine styles shine shine in a, in a really beautiful way 
And you're basically in the Carneros area, so that's interesting to have Cabernet Sauvignon. You normally you think of Pinot Noir or something like that. Yeah, so uh, we're preparing <laughs> for yeah. the future. Yeah. Uh, this was more of a try. We wanted to see how Cabernet did up there. In this case, um, it's planted above 460 feet of elevation, so mountain high for Carneros. Oh, right. um, yeah. And we were a bit worried how the, the vines would, would do with the winds, very intense winds we have, um, especially particularly in that, that area of the vineyard. But the vines have really endured, and, and we're very surpri happily surprised with the quality and actually thinking of expanding our Cabernet program in, in, in the vineyard. Well, you know, bottom line is if it's working for you, that's great. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. For our listeners who'd like to learn about you and Artessa Online, what is your website? Uh, www.artessawinery.com. Thanks very much for taking a moment, Anna. Good seeing you. Nice to see you, too. <laughs> this is a real pleasure to be talking to Doug Schaefer. Doug, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Good. Good to see you again. We're all back for premiere. This is really cool to be here. Uh, tell me, what makes your lot special? Uh, our lot this year is the 21 John's Upper 7 Cabernet. Um, it's the original block that my dad, John Schaefer, planted back in the mid-70s. It was the block where our first Cabernet, the 78 Cab, came from, and which turned out to be the granddaddy of Hillside Select. So, very special block for us, and uh, the wine's beautiful. Pretty amazing stuff. Thank you. Yeah, we're very happy with it. It's, uh, it's a wonderful vineyard site, very special in the wine. The Cabernet off that hill every year is just beautiful. And most importantly for our listeners who'd like to learn about you, what is your website? Our uh, website is SchaeferVineyards.com. It's all there. Cool. Doug, good seeing you. Thank you. Thanks, man. Take care. I'm here with Hugh Davies, and Hugh, of course, is uh, best known for Schramsberg as well as Davies Wines. And how are you doing today, Hugh? Fantastic. Good to be with you. Thanks for being here at Premier Napa Valley. Thank you very much for having me back. It's good to be back after our little uh, couple-year vacation. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it'd be good not to have another vacation like that. No, I'd like to avoid that at all costs. The energy in the room is really crazy today. No, the energy is positive. Lots of uh, enthusiasm from around the country, to some degree from around the world as well. So it's it's exciting. You know, this Premier Napa auction has been going on for 25 plus years at this stage. Let's talk about your auction lot. What were you uh, putting on the lot today? We have two lots today. The the Davies lot is from our uh, estate on Diamond Mountain. Uh, so the J Davies estate, uh, Diamond Mountain Cabernet. We've been producing Cabernet from our estate vineyard since 2001, and so today we had a 2020. 21st vintage and then we call it the tres bloques the three blocks a blend um, delicious wine right so we had uh, uh, three lots of Cabernet 100% Cabernet in the blend uh, all new French oak barrels so pretty intense flavorful wine really it's fabulous wine up there you can you can uh, with relatively low yields volcanic soils we can uh, develop pretty intense delicious flavor and for our listeners who would like to learn about you as well as Davies and as well as Schramsberg what is your website uh, Schramsberg.com would be the easiest so S-C-H-R-A-M-S-B-E-R-G well thank you for taking the time sir I appreciate it hey good to be here I'm here with Robin back out of Alpha Omega. Robin, what is the auction starts? What is your auction lot? We're number two because we're Alpha Omega, and I love they do it in alphabetical order. But we got a blend of our 50-50 of our Sunshine Vineyard and 
we also our sleeping lady. It really is one of the best wines I think we've ever made. So what's the vibe? What are you feeling today? It's all good. It's that, you know, we've missed this for a few years. It's really good. I think it's going to go well. Good to be back. By the way, for our listeners, what is your website? AOWinery.com, I'm guessing. I'm not a, I'm not very good at that kind of stuff. Or you can just write to me, Robin, at AOWinery.com. And you should do that. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thanks. So, Ray, this is the end of the barrel tasting. We have a few tastings going on in the Valley, and we're going to raise a lot of money for Napa Valley. And this is the one and only place in the world producing some of the best wines, best producer, most fun, most exciting, most exhilarating. So everybody ought to drink Napa Valley Cabernet. Learn more by visiting NapaVintners.com.